Hello and welcome to the Extremist Publishing Podcast. I'm Tom Christie. And it's a great pleasure to be joined today by a friend of the podcast, um, and that is Mr. James Herriot, who has just written a brand new book, Insights to Kitchen Design. Now, if, like me, kitchen design or even interior design is an entirely new topic for you, you will find much to enjoy in this amazing book, uh, which will take you through some incredible transformations. Um, and uh, when people talk about transforming interior spaces, this book really will take you to the, the furthest extreme of that expression, uh, because you simply won't believe some of these places uh, are the same as the, the end product which is presented in this book. So, James, thank you so much for having joined us today. A pleasure, Tom. So what can you tell us about this exciting project? What are the origins behind it? Um, I thought that's a question you might ask. So I, I'm going to pinch something here from um, when we set the company up 40 odd years ago from scratch and I stood down as company chairman um, 18 months ago. And at the time when I spoke to the board, I put my thoughts and intentions together. And one of the points I made at the very end was that I have a wish to put something back into the business and industry that supported me over many years. And with regard to that, I, I put down something else a little bit later. And I genuinely feel a responsibility and obligation to all those who've played their part in the success of our enterprise. The staff, Caliton's national network of design-led kitchen specialist retailers, suppliers and service providers. Hence my enduring belief and support for the business. In relation to putting something back to the industry, I hope my book, Insights to Kitchen Design, inspires others. Also, it would be nice to see the industry training and education develop further. So the book really is, is what I want to impart is, is hopefully as much to um, people who want to join our industry. It's a fascinating industry and it, I've watched it develop over 40 years and trying to as I say, in part, you know, it, it's there's always something new. There's always something happening. And if people, you know, to have a job where you engage with people, you you really get to know them. If if you're a design-led kitchen specialist, you can change the way people live. And that's what I've tried to do with insights: is to get across what's involved in handling a project. It's so much more. People think it's just putting a bit of furniture into a kitchen. The secret is, is to actually look at how people live, look at their property. How can you change it? You know, it may be, may be a new bill. It may be a, a adding an extension. It may be an existing setup, but by moving a door, moving a window, it, it, it's so many things that you do and then it comes to well what's the design is it going to be classic is it going to be contemporary is it going to be a crossover hybrid is it going to be industrial it's honestly the the options are vast and as you've seen the book tom i think 
you know, hopefully that's what I've tried to impart with insights. It is an insight into our industry and the skill and ability of the people who are, you know, true design-led kitchen specialists. That's maybe more than you needed there, but hopefully that gives you an insight to it all. Yeah, no, I mean, it is an amazing insight because with these high-resolution colour photographs that you provided for the various different designs that have been implemented, um, I think people will have a feel for what it's like to live in those spaces and to imagine themselves, you know, what it might be like. So with that in mind, having been involved in the kitchen design industry for more than 40 years, if you, as you've mentioned, um, you must have career highlights that you would like to discuss. Uh, what would you say are the proudest achievements that you can point to in those 40 years that you would you would really really want to draw attention to oh um now that puts me on the spot um a very early one as i say the company celebrated 40 years since we started it from absolutely nothing um i suppose the proudest one is being in business 40 years later and the business being on a totally different level to what it was we we manufactured and sold directly um, to our target market at that time. But now we actually have a, a deep national dealer network of 40 or so um, independent design-led kitchen specialist retailers. So we, we operate from Aberdeen down to Surrey, um, you know, the Midlands, we're all over. Um, and we operate a factory with um, 50 odd staff in operating out of Sunderland. So it, it's a very, very different business to what it was. And, you know, I'm incredibly proud of our, our staff, our, you know, my colleagues. It, it's, you can't run a business with one person. It's such a team effort. Um, so that would, that would have to be something I, I put forward. But specific highlights, years ago, I think our second year, we we entered a BBC um, television competition called Make It in Business, and we actually won it. Um, and that gave us an insight to the importance of communication and marketing and whatever, which was very new to us at that time um what else oh it's um i suppose the proudest thing it, it is actually the many many clients that i personally have dealt with over the years and i meet people i recently met someone um i was going for a walk just um down from my house here in the borders and um this chap came up and said, um, you're James Herriot, aren't you? And he said, you did my kitchen 35 years ago. <laughs> and, and he said, we still love it. Now, that's great design. And I think, you know, it's, it's that listening to people. It's understanding what they want. And, and it's, it's the joy of taking a project from start to finish and a strap line we use and have done for years is turning dreams to reality um and that's most likely the the proudest thing is, is meeting clients who who love their kitchens years on and and i'm lucky enough or have been lucky enough 
to go around the country and, and meet clients from our different um, retailers. And, you know, the photography that you talked about, I often used to go to the photo shoots so you meet the clients. And, you know, when you see how proud they are and pleased with what they have, um, that's a sort of major, it, it's got to be the most likely the, the biggest thing of, of, you know, my 40 years involvement. So turning that question on its head, you must have come across a number of projects which were particularly challenging, perhaps due to time pressure or logistical issues or perhaps other considerations. What can you tell us about your most difficult projects over the years? Um, logistics wise, and well, in lots of ways, we after the Falklands War, um, nothing could come in through South America and everything was coming um, over mainly from Britain. And we ended up supplying um, kitchens, not only kitchens, we, we actually kitted out a, um, a hotel on Sea Line Island off um, the main Falklands Island. And so the logistics of design project management and everything else was vast. So um, that was a very early lesson in learning um, all sorts of things. It, it um, So yeah, I think, I'm not sure I can beat that one. So supplying kitchens to the Falkland Islands was um, a major one. Yeah, it sounds, like, it sounds like a challenge even today, you know, in peacetime. Well, we, we were young and stupid in those days. <laughs> Take on anything. Well, one thing that's really clear from your book is the value that you place in working well in collaboration with colleagues, as well as other industry professionals, and most especially with your clients. What do you think is the, the secret to this kind of successful professional networking? Um, I think the, the biggest one is the ability to listen. It, um, in the book, um, one, of, uh, one section of the book, I actually liaise with 10 different designers over 10 different projects and my interest was to see how they responded you know how they went about handling a project and i think one lovely one was someone saying you know well i always i always listen you know it's it's two ears one mouth i thought that was a very you know the secret is 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 engaging with people and truly understanding where is it is they're coming from and and that's true of whether that be suppliers or service providers you know it, it it's a major it's a major thing um so i'm not sure if that answers your question or not that's yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an interesting thing because, I mean, it, it really jumps out from the book, the fact that you, you know, you value your colleagues, you, you value the other industry professionals with whom you've worked, um, but the clients as well all seem to have a, a really very valuable and positive professional relationship with you as you go through this, this design process with them. As I say, 10 of the kitchens are projects that I've handled and 10 are from you know 10 individuals and so it's not just about me it, it it really is it's the raison d'etre of a good um design-led kitchen specialist it, it's it's not something just i have it's very much what our industry and business is all about and um so yeah it, it, it's 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 empathy it's 
um, as I say, listening to people. It's it's doing what you say you're going to do. You know, far too many people in this life will tell you they're going to do something um, and they don't. Um, you know, when you're handling a kitchen project, it, it starts from a, a, you know, it may be a brand new house. So it's a blank piece of paper um, and a site. And you've got to take that project right the way through. And you're dealing with so many different people. So relationships and partnerships are absolutely critical um, to our industry. Now, it must be mentioned, you recently earned the honour of receiving the 2023 Services to the Award from Designerati in recognition of your lifetime achievement in setting standards for quality, customer service and establishing positive industry partnerships. How did that feel, you know, to have received such prominent recognition for all your professional efforts over the years? Well, it, it was at Wembley Stadium. It was um, an amazing venue and I, I would... It turns out I was there with my colleagues under completely false pretenses and was there hopefully to see another colleague from one of our dealerships win a prize. Unfortunately, he he was one of three, but didn't. And then later on, I suddenly found I'm listening to Martin Allen Smith, the editor of the magazine, and, and I'm suddenly going, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> and uh, I was blown away. It, it um, not so much just for me. It was very much a, you know, it's forty years of working with past and present members of our company and so many people around the industry. And twenty years ago, I was chairman of our national association. You know, I, I've I've been lucky enough to mix with so many people, and and really they've played a massive, massive role in. Um, in me getting that. Without them, it would never have happened. So I really feel it wasn't about me. It was about all my friends and colleagues around the industry. And But yeah, it blew me away. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I know, I know we've touched on it earlier, the importance of camaraderie, you know, all the various different industries that make kitchen design work. Um, and uh, and also your own achievement. It's interesting to see everything um, coming together in that way. It, um, well, an interesting story for you is when when I was chairman of our national association, they um, they up to that time they'd always always had the um, annual general meeting and um, function, and it was always held in this country. Um, I had an amazing team underneath me, directors of, in the association. And anyway, we went to Cannes the first year, we went to um, Amsterdam the second year, and we went over to Dublin for the third year. Now, I think that tells you a little bit about the, the friendship and fun and all sorts of things that I've been lucky enough to be involved with. So that maybe paints a bit of a picture of um, <laughs> of what our industry is about. It's an amazing industry, Tom. Yes, it, it really is. I mean, that comes alive on every page of your book, and I think it's a, it's an extraordinary picture that you paint, which I think people will really enjoy relating to when they see it. 
Now, your book does make it clear that the kitchen design industry is always developing and evolving and meeting new challenges. Um, and with new techniques and materials becoming available over the, the past uh, decades, and I dare say so much more to come, what do you think lies in store for the industry in the years ahead? Oh, I, I mean, I've seen a, a massive, massive change from 40 years ago where, you know, things were really very basic and you know what we can do now with design and style and form and function is it is it's quite amazing i mean it it's and in the book that's what we try to show i mean um one aspect of the book is that within each one of the the projects that we've followed we've then actually done two alternative designs um, using CAD software. In fact, when we first started, um, you know, that was like something off the moon. But um, but it just shows the depth and breadth. So so one area is design, and, and, and it's the breadth of opportunity and how different it can be. I mean, one client may want it totally minimalist and contemporary. Another wants it incredibly classic, traditional, and there's all the other aspects in between. And, and that's what we've tried to show in the book. So, so one area is design. Design has moved on and it, it moves on all the time. It, 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 ours is a fashion industry um, and that'll continue to happen. But I think the other massive one relates to um, technology. You, you know, I look at you know, we used to put enough in the dishwasher, a fridge in and a hob and an extractor. And it was now, I mean, they can be completely computerized and run from elsewhere. You can have a camera in your fridge so you can check with the office what you have or haven't got. And um, it that is just, you know, for someone of my, my age, um, you know, I've been in work for 50 odd years. Um, to watch the change um you know when i went to school we didn't have computers there wasn't a, such a thing or the internet or anything so and that's going to keep developing and changing i think you know there's fascinating things happening within that i think the other major one is going to relate to um you know being eco-friendly you know how how you go about utilizing the products um how you make products i mean we you know there are new materials and how you know which materials we should use and not use how we manufacture it with regard to manufacture you know we've recently installed a massive sort of um biomass um project that you know means that that cuts down on our waste it supplies our heating um and it's it's all these type of things, you know, that 40 years ago, you know, they just weren't on the radar at all. So so the world, you know, the whole kitchen world is changing. And I, I, I see, you know, there's a lot of excitement, 
you know, exciting projects that are going to come up as we go ahead. I mean, it reminds me of um, back in the 80s and early 90s when the Commodore Amiga was, you know, very much the design computer at the time when TurboCAD came out uh, and people were saying, oh, this is never going to catch on. And yet we're at a stage now where you can take a photograph of a room with a mobile phone um, and there's applications that can show you where furniture will go and what will fit and what won't. Um, I can only begin to imagine what the next 40 years is going to bring. Yeah, it. I would like to think, you know, um, it is, there are programs now that will take the room and put a design into it. That loses the uh, the personal bit. And my, my real belief is, you know, a design-led kitchen specialist, yes, we use computerization, yes, we use CAD, but it takes so much more than that to, um, as you've seen within the book, kitchens are moved from one end of a house to another or whatever. That's, I'm sure AI and things will do lots of things, but I don't think we're anywhere near the stage where suddenly the computer's going to do it all and really answer what the clients want. I, you know, the skill, ability, and ingenuity of, of the true design-led kitchen specialist um i i think um i think we can outdo a computer or the good ones will outdo a computer to, you know for a while yet hopefully yeah that's absolutely true i don't think anything will replace the the human touch or human inspiration um and as i think it was um star trek's mr spock once pointed out computers might be useful assistants but you wouldn't want them to rule you you know i i, I agree with that and you know and I, coming from a world where they didn't exist, it, it, it is amazing. I mean, they they are such an amazing tool um, for me personally, but also, you know, for our industry and everything. Our factory operates absolutely through, you know, the designs are put together by human, but you're then putting it into a computer that allows you to show people what the end result is going to look like. But then it actually, you use that to specify, you know, code it, cost it, order it. Um, and then it feeds all the individual computerized machines. I mean, it's, it, it's um, if you told me it was going to be like this 40 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it. Well, it would be remiss of me not to ask. Um, now that you've shared with us your incredible overseas journeys in the sabbatical, um, and you've also shared with us your insights into kitchen design, what's next for the literary adventures of James R. A. Herriot? Oh dear me! Um, well, as we're just launching this one, I think you know my wife might kill me if I say I'm going to start another one tomorrow. But um, I've I've got a, a few ideas. Um, bubbling about and um they may have nothing to do with travel or kitchens or whatever um i i have lots of different interests so um you'll have to wait and see tom well i'll certainly look forward to that conversation when the yeah. time comes but 
With regard to this particular project, James, thank you so much for having joined us to discuss what has been a really fascinating project. Um, I can't begin to say uh, just how amazed I was by the incredible transformations that you depict in this book, um, the various different uh, living spaces which have been changed beyond measure. But just as just as important as that, uh, the importance that you place um, on people working together in harmony uh, to produce such incredible results. So congratulations again on your, your award win and uh, also congratulations on this fantastic book. Thanks, Tom. I, you know, I, I should also add, I'd like to thank, you know, you and Julie and um, everyone at Extremis um, in that, you know, without you, one, the sabbatical would never have been published without your belief in it. And um, two, now insights to kitchen design. My, my, my teachers from school would be absolutely blown away to think that you know this academic reject could actually be a two-time author so thank you to you and julie you know you're very welcome and thank you um, because we certainly look forward to working with you again on future projects but for the time being thank you so much for having joined us today and for sharing your thoughts about this fantastic new book thanks again tom and thanks to everyone at home for listening i hope that you'll tune in again soon If you would like to find out more about advertising on the Extremist Publishing Podcast, please visit their website at www.extremistpublishing.com for details.